You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, I'm here once again with my mama, Clara Barksdale. Hello. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a You've while. Had some good guests. Yeah, I've been, been doing some fun. doing some interviews, so I, I had I haven't had the the need for you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I really enjoyed your interview with Jody Lee. By the way, that was so much fun. It was really good. It made me laugh out loud a lot. Yeah, one of the most fun things I found is doing an interview or interviewing a radio host. Because they know how to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's talk about some maybe not as fun things. More just... Right, so... Maybe more gut-wrenching. Let, let's get, let's jump right in yeah. to the topic of this week's episode, which is... Songs that can make us cry. So, to get on this list, it had to be a song that, if not makes you cry every time, at least, like chokes you up or gets you on the verge or has oh, made yeah. you cry at some point. Mm-hmm. And I, as we started like coming up with them and discussing them and thinking about them, I realized there are songs that made me cry at different points in my life mm-hmm. that maybe not so much now, but now that I'm at a different stage in my life, other songs make me cry in a different way, mm-hmm. which is, you know, music is so fascinating the way that it touches on the emotional psyche of a person, I feel yeah. like. But let's just jump right in. You want to start? Sure. And for me, for a song to make me cry, it has to be either really, really sad or really touching. Or and, both. And well-written. Yes, well-written. I cannot have a bad, uh, poorly written sad song. Because it can be sad, but if there's something that's not written the right way. It can just kind of be it, the Achilles heel. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Well. Well, and now I'm going to say this. There are some of these that we have, like, on our mutual list, and some that are more me, some that are more you. Uh-huh. And I'm not exactly sure what those are, but, yeah. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of mine is uh, definitely... Dinner Bell by Verlin Thompson. So, yes. And that's one that, it's a great song, and it's very um, well done and touching to Mm -hmm. me. And sad, it doesn't make me cry. Yeah, but for me, I I don't know what it is. Maybe part of the thing that I just love about that song is with Verlin, how he writes. Verlin Thompson is known for his guitar playing in a lot of ways, because he was Guy Clark's guitar guitar player for you know, over, like, 30 years. And I just really love this song because it just really displays his songwriting abilities and his storytelling abilities. Right. And just how Verlin writes a song. And right. even if you don't know what that situation feels like. Right. Or you haven't experienced that situation, right. that is more of a accurate... Uh, right. That's right. more accurate. If you haven't experienced that situation, like in Dinner Bell. Dinner Bell is it's about quieted love. Yeah, it's about a, a heartbreak, basically. But yes. but uh, that uh, 
You know, basically, you can't lose what you never had kind of song. Right, but losing what you never had can still break your heart. Yes, and uh, even though thir- I'm only 13 and I've never, uh, you know, been part of a relationship or anything, right. and I've never had my heart broken, anything like that, Right. I still relate to that song Right. because just how relatable Verland writing is True. and how he yeah, can I get he that. can insert you in that situation yeah and let you know just exactly what that character is feeling right it's that's the power and beauty of Verland and that's and, that's why for me when Verland writes a sad song that it makes you cry because he inserts you into that situation right. and so when he writes a sad song it just kind of hits you in the chest I, I would agree with that completely because Verlin is a but, and we've said this, and we've raved about Verlin in several different. We did a whole, we did a whole episode. And on him. He gets into almost every episode somehow or another. Yeah. We talk about him, but he is above and beyond everything a storyteller. Yes, and um, and he wields that power well, mm-hmm. and correctly yes does it make you feel sad just to make you feel sad he invests you in that story yes and so very then much you feel it very much so yeah I good just, one i like that what yeah. else you got well uh now this one probably makes me cry because uh well it's a john prine song sam stone yeah and so in it's just this very sad story about a, a war veteran who comes home, develops a drug addiction. Right. And uh, PTSD. Uh, yeah, PTSD is uh, for it turns to you know stealing, and uh, you know it's just it, a, it talks about his family, his it family, talks about his kids. just about the deterioration of his life after yeah. coming back home. Yes. And uh, it's so sad. It's a it, terribly it's so sad. sad song, but so well written. Yes, and uh, it goes from when he comes back to the war, uh, the song does, until right. he dies. Right. And uh, it's just such a sad song. And uh, But part of the reason why it makes me cry so much is that, uh, well, it's on his first album, John Prine. It's a self-titled album. And I can't remember if it was the song before it or the song after it is Hello in There. So that's what I was going to say. Hello in There to me is the one that makes me cry. And that brings me to the next song on the list. Because this this is the third song for me, is Hello in There. And this one probably makes me cry just a little bit more than Sam Stone. Uh, I'm not sure why. You had a pretty good explanation. Well, I feel like Sam Stone is talking about an epidemic in our culture of mm-hmm. the war veteran and post-traumatic stress and things like that and drug use, all sorts of things. But to me, I follow the story of Sam Stone more than, like, the whole... It is, like, a, a statement on society. For me, hello... hello on Sam Stone. I oh. feel like it's to me it's more of an individual story. I know it the problem is more cultural, but the song itself 
It's just, I follow the story of the character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hello in there to me touches on a problem within society itself, our culture, society, an indictment on how we forget the elderly in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. And I come from an older family, which you mm-hmm. know. Like my dad was much older, so my aunts and uncles were all a lot older. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was just raised to really revere older people. Mm-hmm. And it, some of my favorite memories as a child were just sitting around my Uncle Joe's lunch table when all the brothers and sisters were there and listening to them talk and getting to hear their stories. And and so the the hello in there just really, it's one that really moves me. Yeah. In another way, because because of my own personal experience, but also because I feel like that is something that our culture has lost in a lot of ways. And with that, you lose a lot of the soul of people. Mm -hmm. And hello, and there is just a tragic story about this. uh, Well, it mainly focuses on the husband in this uh, marriage, but uh, it's a story about a a uh, husband and wife that grow old and kind of... Their kids are gone. Their, yeah, their kids have grown it, up. It's about loneliness. Yeah, they lost a kid in the war. Yeah. But uh, it, it's just about... It's really about loneliness. And I just love the the line that uh, he says, uh, one day I'll go and call up Rudy. Uh, I knew him from the factory. But what will I say if he asks what's new? Nothing what's with you, nothing much to do. Yeah. I feel like that line is just uh, so powerful. Yeah. But it's so subtle as well. It is. It's and a it, it's, it's a very subtle plainly stated. Like, yes. There's not any flowery language around it. Yes, yes. Sam Stone just kinda that's another one that Well, right. all it, these are just gonna hit you in the chest right. when you listen yeah, to them. Definitely. But, Part of the reason that Sam Stone and Hello in There make me cry so much is because they're back-to-back on the album. <laughs> right? Way to go, John Prine. Just, like, a punch, a one-two yeah. punch there. Yeah. And I can't remember if both Illegal Smile and Spanish Pipe Dream right. came before those songs, but or if just one of them. But either way, those are kind of... He takes that levity, yeah, he, and then he really just... Yeah, so... When you're listening Smash to the, in the face to the that. album the first time, you're like, "Oh, this is kind of funny." Yeah, I see why people like this. And then he hits you with like Sam. I can't remember Sam Stone or Hello in There comes first. He hits you with one of those, and you're just like, "Wow!" And then he hits you with the next one, and you just start crying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Okay. What else do we have? Well, uh, this one. Well, I don't listen to a. Uh, whole lot of modern music right generally even uh even like some music in the 90s i don't even listen to that much usually it's from like the 70s or 80s and and before mostly it's from the 20s or 30s that's yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh but this is uh one of the few songs that i listen to regularly that is um more yeah. contemporary. Yeah, it's contemporary. And uh, this one is by our friend, Dalton Domino. Oh, Dalton. Uh, we love Dalton. Half-Bloods. 
So, I remember Dalton playing that song. Y'all played a song swap together. And you had played one of your songs that's a little darker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seeking Sorrow. Oh, yeah. And Dalton looked over at you after it was over. He's like, okay, Jack, we're going dark. It's like I was a little worried about what all I was going to play. And I believe then you played Half-Bloods after wow. that. So, we got... Yeah. You're Seeking Sorrow, and then Dalton's Half-Blood, mm-hmm. which is, uh, and we won't have to tell about what each song is about necessarily, but it is about his family relationships, mm-hmm. uh, his half-sister, mm-hmm. I believe, is what it revolves around, uh-huh. um, and their relationship, and, and um, there's a starkness to it. Uh-huh. And also just how you how you can it's kind of hard to explain this, but just how vulnerable that song is yes. to him cuz that's really like inside. Yeah. That is that's a little a very... bit like someone just ripping open their chest and just showing exactly you, like, exposing all their vulnerabilities. And I feel like that is one of the biggest problems for songwriters is that... Uh, it leaves a, you so vulnerable. Or you're just scared of that vulnerability. Yeah, definitely. I could see that. Is, I, I don't write songs, but I write. And that, mm-hmm. is, that is something that's hard to do, mm-hmm. to put that vulnerability out there. Yeah. Uh, but Dalton does it well. And... Mm-hmm. It, for Dalton, I feel like that song, when he does it live, but with a lot of his songs, it reminds me of Kevin Welch. When he introduces songs, he says, um, I'm going to show you this song, mm-hmm. which I love that yeah. idea. Not like, like Dal- not like this song's called or right. I'm going to play you a song. Right. Or, or I want you to hear this song. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to show you this song. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that Dalton does with that song in particular. Yes. He's showing you that song. Mm-hmm. And he's showing you a big part of who and what he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it does. It will it will bring a tear to your eye, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that song has made me cry before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, now the next one, I feel like this one is a mutual, mutual okay. uh, song. But uh, this is Let Him Roll by Guy Clark. Man, yes. And again, it's... So... That one, to me, is a lot like Hello in There. Yes. In that it's kind of this cultural indictment of people and how we view people. Uh-huh. And it's also about, like, uh, a branded man, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just such a but sad song. He, uh... Yeah, like the the line about how he loses his train of thought. Oh yeah, whenever that line, his he, uh, his words just rolled off down the gutter. Yeah, that one always. That's where it gets me. Yeah, it's like you're going through the song, and it's the story song, and uh, he's telling the story, and then he says, then he uh, something something, and his mind got cluttered. Yeah, his his words just rolled oh, on down, down the gutter. The gutter. Yeah, and it's just like it never happened. But or, it, it's such a visual song as well, and to me, yes. that's what evokes 
the emotion and, yes. and chokes me up is because I see this guy. Mm-hmm. And I can see him losing that train of thought and, like, his um, kind of desperation of uh-huh. not being or, able to find what he wanted to say. Or even just that he was thinking, what's it even worth telling anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, the the hopelessness. Yeah. 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 And hopelessness and desperation can be the same. Mm-hmm. Can, can live simultaneously, I guess, and... Uh, for me, another Guy Clark one that really gets me, and again, this goes back to me having an older family, but, um, Desperados. Mm, yeah. Waiting for a train. Was... Because it, you yeah. know, it, it talks about, like, looking up and he's pushing 80 and, um, yeah. and the idea that this person that was so vital to him, like, why is he dressed up like all those other old men? Like, yeah. How it, so that one also can kind of choke me up. Yeah. I would say between Desperados and Let Em Roll are the two Guy Clark ones that really tend to get me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now this one is going to be my last song. It's kind of like my bonus song. Okay. But uh, this is one that uh, it doesn't always make me cry, but it every now and then it can and this one's less because it's sad more just because it's written so beautifully and just uh yeah so this is Suzanne by Leonard Cohen and uh, Leonard Cohen is someone I've found kind of recently yeah definitely uh you know the last year or so and uh i it's one of his uh, more famous songs. Uh, it's prob- it probably goes like, uh, Hallelujah, uh, First We Take Manhattan, Suzanne. Right, and, and yeah. a lot of people have covered this song. Yeah, Suzanne. But Suzanne. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like, uh, but I feel like he does it the best. Well, and I, I think that, like, there's beautiful pieces of art that you see, and mm-hmm. they're so breathtaking that it can it can move you to tears. So yeah. that a song just by its sheer beauty can do that as mm-hmm. well. I think that's completely valid. Yeah, the one the line that always gets me in this one is a, uh, and I'm not sure if I'll remember the whole thing, but uh, I think it was Jesus was a sailor when he walked upon the water and he spent a long time watching from his lonely wooden tower but when he knew for certain only drowning men could see him he said all men will be sailors until the seas shall free them but he himself was broken before the sky would open forsaken almost human he sank beneath your wisdom like a stone and so going through that verse he gets you with all that, and then he says, he sank beneath your wisdom like a stone, and that's where it gets that's me. That's where it gets you. It's very beautiful. It's very, they're, it's a very beautiful collection of words there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love that song so that's much. Awesome. Now, uh, what we are some of your songs? More. Well, yeah. and I mean, some of those have been my songs. One, yeah. for me, mm-hmm. those are- um... 
So I don't really like popular music mm-hmm. of any genre. I'm just not. I I've never really listened to popular music that much. Um, but there was a song that came out a few years ago. Alison Krauss did it. She she sang it with um, Brad Paisley. It's called Whiskey Lullaby, and Alison Krauss playing fiddle or violin could make me cry Mm -hmm. like it's that beautiful i had forgotten until we started talking about the women songwriters and musicians that we admire i forgot how much i love allison krauss Mm -hmm. Um, but her musicianship can bring me to tears probably and we should probably preface that that i'm not really a crier i don't cry very much well i'm not a crier for music I'm just not really a crier in general, mm-hmm. and so um, maybe less so even than with music, but these are songs that definitely can like, choke me up or even make me cry. Mm-hmm. But that Whiskey Lullaby that, that they do is um, tells a very sad story of alcoholism um, mm-hmm. and love gone bad and wrong, and, but it's beautiful. Her singing is beautiful. The musicianship. Brad Paisley is an excellent guitar player. So you have that and the the fiddle and it's beautiful. It's a really There's some really good dobro on that that just adds so much to it. it. Like just is such a full Yeah, that recording emotional song. That recording, they just put all the the musical elements to it. Yeah. That make the lyrics really poignant. And yeah, they they let the lyrics shine. Definitely, yeah. By put by making the music right. complement it so yeah. well. Yeah. So then I have two on Holly Williams' album, The Highway. Um, one of them is Waiting on June, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful song about... Holly Williams' grandparents, not the famous Hank Williams Mm -hmm. in Miss Audrey, but the other side of her family, Um, their lifelong love story, which is a beautiful love story, Um, but it's the the journey of their love story Mm -hmm. that they meet as kids and... She she sings the song through the perspective of her grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so um, her grandfather seeing her grandmother for the first time as kids and just knowing that she was the one for him. And, and their yeah. progression through being teenagers, him going off to war, mm-hmm. and then proposing and having their kids, and then their kids going off, and then... The end is where he dies. Or mm-hmm. They're in the nursing home together. Mm-hmm. And then he dies and, and him waiting in heaven mm-hmm. for June to get there. Yeah, I feel like some of the best sad songs are the ones that make you the ones that make you cry at least are where they start telling you the story and it ends with those people story finishing, them dying. Right. There, there's the completion of this story. And mm-hmm. that, that's something that, you know, your dad and I met in our 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just 20. And there's something powerful to me, I guess, now at this point in my life, of people who, like, 
journey through life together. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that touches me. The idea of getting to be who you are, but change together as you go through life. That's uh-huh. kind of, I think, the part of that that really stands out to me. Uh-huh. But the super sad song that just kind of slays me on that album... Me too. ...is actually Gone Away From Me. Yeah. Is that right? Gone mm-hmm. Away From Me? Mm-hmm. It is about loss and love and, like, sentimentality... And it's, none of it's overdone. No. It leaves all of these spaces for you to get in there and be in that song. I just, it, that one is another one that just hits you in the chest. It just, like, there's, like, the the flashing light. Is mm-hmm. it the flashing light or the, the one stop light? Uh, one red light. One red light. And, um... Which is the town that I grew up in. <laughs> Didn't even have the one red light. It was just a flashing light. <laughs> um, and, like, the idea of wishing that you could go back and, you know, hold your dad's hand or sit at your mom's table or, like, that progression through is just, it's very touching. It's very um, sad. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I'm gonna say this a lot, but one of the lines that got me and that's that just gets me in that song yeah. is, "I guess I'll never know how Grandpa died." Right, because asking about it made her dad too sad. Yeah, and I, so she yeah. she wanted to yeah. she just had to stop asking. Yeah, I ne- she said I and some along the lines, "I never want to see my dad cry." Yeah, so I guess and I'll so, never know how Grandpa yeah. died. And that, that like there's something about that like each part of it. Like, she really connects you with that youthful feeling of knowing that there are things that are going around in your family and the world that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. But you just know that they make those grown-ups sad. Mm -hmm. And you just, I guess, kind of let yourself know that you're not going to understand that. Because Mm -hmm. it's not worth it for you to know. But then it, it travels on through being older and wishing you had that time back Mm -hmm. yeah that you could go back for just a little bit it's a really it's a really beautiful song and she's a beautiful songwriter Mm -hmm. yeah that was another one that um we kind of readdressed in that women songwriters that i forgot how much i love her Uh really really love her yeah that album uh lost highway or maybe i think it's the no yeah the highway sorry uh I got caught up in Williams. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but uh, The Highway, that's that album. It, the music is just so well done that it complements the song so well. It's beautiful. Yeah. Really well done. Okay, I'm going to name off a couple more, but not super long because we're getting a little long on time. Um, there are a couple of Texas country-type songs that have or to me, can either make me cry or had it in the past. Um, Cody Canada, Cross Canadian Ragweeds, On a Cloud. Um, it came out in, like, the 2000s, I, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. my dad died when I was 18. Uh-huh. And so 
that that song really like I couldn't listen to it for a while because it was that where it would just make me ball. I would just cry and cry and cry mm-hmm. <laughs> because it it but it's a beautiful um, look at dying from the perspective of someone who's died and mm-hmm. going back and say you know tell my brothers that I love them tell my mm-hmm. sisters that I'm free. Uh, things like that, which, you know, he's on a cloud. It's mm-hmm. it's waiting there for me. And mm-hmm. it's a really beautiful song. Now, on the flip side of that, beautiful, but just, like, still will make me cry when she does it. And you're not going to be able to find it recorded yet, uh, but it may be on YouTube. Yeah. Our friend Caitlin Butts mm-hmm. does a song called Elsa. And when Caitlin was living in Oklahoma, she would go and sing at nursing homes. And it is kind of the story of that. Yeah. And it is sad. It's terribly sad. The way she introduces it is sad. <laughs> like, it, it's a super... It gets me. Yeah. It, it really... When Caitlin starts introducing it, and it'll make me start to cry. Yeah. That um, is just such a sad song. Um, but beautiful. And yes. really well written. Uh-huh. Beautifully yes. written. And I think, fingers crossed, there's going to be more recorded Caitlin Butts music in the, I hope in the so. upcoming year. She's got a couple singles out right now. She put one out uh, last year, and she has another one coming that just came out on Valentine's Day, which is a happy song about mm-hmm. um, her husband. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I'm hoping Elsa in the recorded form comes out soon. And then another one that you thought of that I hadn't thought of, but man, it also can get me uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. It's beautifully done. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't listened to that song in a while, but just the story. Right. That it, it's about his son who died mm-hmm. as, as I think he was four uh, when he died in a tragic accident. Um, but the perspective of the father singing that song is kind of mind-blowing. And the the version that I always knew, I guess it came out on a movie soundtrack, but mm-hmm. the song that, the version that I knew was from his MTV Unplugged. So it's just acoustic, raw Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. Yeah. And then you add in Eric Clapton's just guitar playing with the. Mm-hmm. It, it's brilliant. Yeah, and most of these songs, I feel like for me, the one of the reasons that they make me cry is that, uh, or even just that they're so poignant. Yes. Is that uh, the music on the recordings, or even just to the song? compliments the lyrics so well that it just puts that well and it's kind of the same as what we were saying about being well written yes allows us to feel those emotions the music being right yes it complimenting the words and leaving i feel like it has to leave enough like you were saying about whiskey lullaby leave enough space in there for the lyrics and for you to experience the song. Yeah. So, those were really sad, but it was uh-huh. still fun. Yeah. I love talking songs with you, buddy. I love talking songs with you, Mama. 
And now I'm probably just going to go listen. Maybe just listen to some happy songs, you know. That's a maybe, good one. Maybe like some happier John Prine songs. Right. Like Ah Heck or something. Yeah. Fish and Whistle. Fish and Whistle, like fish yeah. Fish and Whistle. And listen to that. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Man, it's so cool that we get to do this. It's so much I love fun. I to do this. Yeah. I mean, we, we do this anyway. Why Thanks not? Thanks for inviting me back. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Why not record it? Well, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Jack Barksdale's Root Revival. Hope to see you next time. Bye.